the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, it's your dude, IZ Robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of the Stuck at Home Show, even though we're not really stuck at home at, at this point anymore. We're all, we're all kind of out there being risky, doing whatever we can do to stay safe, but still living the life that we have to lead to the best of our abilities. But I, I'm still here, man. I'm still locked into this. It's all, it's all good in the hood. I got a few few loose ends to tie up let's um let's see i've been gone i was gone for a week that was that was awesome to uh max and relax move some rocks refresh it rained that was fun there was hail it was it was cool man i got like a bunch of toys recently i've been hitting it up well at the uh at the good old walmart lately i have looked at the target as well which is which is also like a good sign that things are, are, are kind of starting to return back to normal, man. I've been going going and doing some toy hunting at the Walmart, whereas before I was frightened to do so. But the wife, the wife has the vaccine, the kid, the kid has the vaccine, only me, your dude. Who is, you know, being like the peak of health, the peak of health and the peak of youth. I'm very, very far down the line of recipients, but at some point I will be able to get it as soon as it's available to me, I'll get it. But seeing as how, seeing how it feels like most people are getting it, we're venturing, we're venturing out more and more to the Walmart. I, I'm kind of blathering here. I haven't done this for a while, dude. I got to tell you, anytime I make a week off, I always come back and I forget how to, I forget how to speak, which is weird, but I, I can't think of any other, other way to put it. Let's see. I got this, I got something in my hand here that I found at the Walmart. In Ronard Park. Normally, we go to the Walmart in Windsor. It's just more. It's just that uh, it's closer. You know, it's 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 closer. That's all. That's that's the only real factor. The one, the one in Ronard Park though doesn't really have like a big toy section. It's a full on Walmart. Like it's a full size Walmart. Not the kind of the groceries or anything. But it's still it's still one of the big ones. But it only has like the smallest little action figure area. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. It's like one eighth of an aisle for action figures. So we don't go there as much, but I I do score there every once in a while. And I found that Scarlet recently, that G.I. Joe classified Scarlet. I got it there. And then I got this. I bought a Lenard Predator, just like the Lenard. Lenard, you might know them from the core and many other low price toys. I bought that Alien the other week and I enjoyed it so much. I thought it was so great for $9.99 when I saw this Predator. I decided I gotta get it. The only the only thing was I couldn't decide which one. They had all kinds of neat colors and all kinds of neat things. I think when I say all kinds, I think they had four. I'm trying to get them out of the box right here. Let's see. I gotta pull this down. Do I gotta? Pull, is it another piece of tape right here? There's so much tape in here. Let's. Let's get this bad boy out. Man, he's a nice looking action figure for the price. He's a Predator from the Predator movie. Which one is he? I tossed. I tossed a box over here. I apologize. Dr. Jones, you got a scooch. Dr. Jones is around me again. It was windy and the door slammed. We talked about that the last episode. The door slammed, so she's following me around. I got... This is a Hunter series. It is a Predator collection exclusive to Walmart. This is the 7-inch City Hunter Predator. This is the one you might have seen chasing who is it, Danny Glover in the movie. He's kind of kind of has like a brown sort of a color scheme. Let's get him out of here. I don't want to crinkle him up, but we'll pull him out by the legs. Grab your legs, you punk! And I'm gonna just I'm just gonna yank him out. Excuse the yanking, as uh, as many people have been known to say in a private moment. Oh, I've been trying to 
He has a band. Let me cut the band. Whoop. Almost got the Arthur Fonzarelli Switchblade right in the neck region. Let's pull his weapons out. I'm just gonna pull everything out while we're while we're doing it. There's his staff, and then he has like a danger disc that he throws at people. Sit this stuff here. Shut the blade. Let's see. Very nice details. Very much articulated. One, two, three, four. There are many points in which you can move. He has like a double bladed thing on his wrist. Kind of like a Wolverine, but it doesn't come out of his come out of his hands. It's attached to his wrist. He has like a cannon on his shoulder that can move different directions. His head. His head can turn. You can put the disc right here on his leg. He throws this at his foes when he uh when he needs to get them from a distance. He doesn't want to shoot the laser, the laser on his shoulder. He also has a staff. I got the one with the staff on purpose. I almost got the translucent one. They have like an invisible one. And I was really looking at them, but I didn't. I didn't like his weapons. I thought the one with the staff is the one that you might want if you're gonna try to take a picture of him. And I think that like, at some point he will, I will. But this is, again, this is a really nice figure. The alien figure I got was fantastic. It had fantastic accessories for the price. And this one is also fantastic. It's on like, it's gone on scale with like um, a Marvel legend as far as like articulation, as far as like weight, like the heft of it. I'm. I'm very happy. I'm playing with him right now. I'm posing him all around. He's going to have some fights. Faux show with my alien. Let's take a look at the packaging. The packaging is really nice, too. It's collector packaging, so you can you can take him in and out. And on the inside, there's like a uh, there's like a scene, like a backdrop scene of like a jungle forest, even though he's the city predator. There's like a jungle forest, and you could take him, and you can pose pictures. I've actually used the one that came with the alien for like a few different... Um, action figure pictures so they they do come in handy i i like this guy i like this guy a lot i consider it to be quite a score i might go back over there and see if i can get the translucent one the invisible one but i i think i made the right choice we also went to the the flea market in sebastopol that was fun i got up on like a ton of ton of ton of like hot wheels cars and like matchbook matchbox cars i'm not like I'm not Mr. Like Car Collector, but if you've been following the Instagram lately, that's Icy Robots on Instagram and posting, posting pictures of Hot Wheels. I don't have like a vast, a vast collection, but I do kind of like dig the look of the '70s ones. I like, I like '70s cars, and these are like nice little miniaturized '70s cars. I especially like, I like Matchbox more than Hot Wheels. I think Hot Wheels are fine, but I like old Matchbox cars the ultimate most. Then second most is like. 70s Hot Wheels, I guess. I also like Corgis. Corgis made a lot of fun um, pop culture cars. But we were at the at the flea market, and I got up on a ton, a ton, a ton. I'm thinking like 30 really cool like 70s Matchbox, 70s Corgis. I got a Kojak Corgi. I got one with like like Mash insignias on the side. I got like a Sarsky and Hutch car. I got. I also got like a 007 Corgi. I got two 007 Corgis, but the the gem of all the cars I got this weekend is a Corgi Batmobile. It is just gorgeous. I was there picking through the cars, and then there was, like, this other hombre who was also there poking through the cars. And as he went to walk away, he goes, hey, bro, there's a Batmobile in this bin. I left it. I got one, too. And he showed me he had a Batmobile. Much nicer condition. He picked the better one, obviously. But the one that he left behind for me 
was in really dynamite condition. It had like the red piping on it and everything. Very, very nice looking car. I got to give it up to this Hot Wheel bro for looking out like that because I couldn't say that I wouldn't have bought them both if it were me. Had one for me, one to sell on the online, but I, I have to give it up. Real Hot Wheels bro. Real nice guy. So I got that. I got the Kojak one. I got the, I got the mash. I was pretty, I was pretty pleased, dude. Very good stuff. Let's, uh, let's move forward in the show. I feel like we got a lot of ground to cover and we are rapidly getting near the end of being stuck at home. So we gotta, we gotta tie these things up before we move on to the next exciting phase of life. Let's, let's find out what Gina Vega had for lunch after this. Matchbox announces 10 cars America has been waiting for. I need a car that's built the way I use it. <laughs> like every Matchbox car, each of our 79s has a sticker price of about a buck. the way I use it. <laughs> Matchbox has the car that says you. I want a car that lets me express the real me. <laughs> Gino Vega have for lunch. Yesterday, I see robots. Gino Vega here, calling to let you know what I had for lunch yesterday. Check it out. The other day, yesterday, as before, took a big hike. Taking this hike, I figured I'd banked enough in the old uh, calories burnt department that I could uh, go for some calories again. So on the way back from that hike, I stopped at an A&W root beer drive-thru. Actually, this was an A&W root beer slash Kentucky Fried Chicken drive-thru. I hadn't seen one of these before, but this was in, uh, I want to say maybe it was in Calistoga. It wasn't in Pedalina. I can't remember where I was. The, the hike had got me all mixed up. Anyway, somewhere out there in the hinterland. And I got myself an A&W root beer float. That is what I had for lunch. It was amazing. It was just like... They shoved like way more of that soft serve ice cream than normally is in. It was like twice as much, just frothing up with all that root beer. Had it for lunch. Made me remember I used to get A&W root beer floats when I was a kid and I was on a soccer team. Our soccer team was undefeated. And yes, it was all due to the part of Mr. Sensational's play on the field. Actually, no, I was on defense and I stopped taking flowers. Anyway, long story short, we would get root beer floats after the game, and I remember I'd get very mad because I'd see teams that lost also getting root beer floats, and I was very indignant. I thought, you should only get a root beer float if you want. I was basically like one of those weird old guys who's all bent out of shape because people get participation trophies. But get this, I was like a five-year-old kid, so maybe there's a little lesson in there. Uh, you know, learned a little more as I grew up and realized I was acting like an idiot. Anyway, talk to you soon. Hey, this is me and I'm back. I, I apologize if you can hear that. They're cutting a tree outside my house. They're actually cutting like three trees. Like, I think like three neighbors got together and they all like conspired to get the tree people out here at once. And they're they're chopping trees like crazy. And I, I've been kind of waiting for it to slow down so that I can do this. But there's no sign of slowing. So we're just gonna, we're gonna go ahead and I apologize if you can hear it. But I, I don't think you can. With my earphones on, I can barely hear it. So let's Let's move forward. That was actually factually the longest Gino Vega lunch in history. I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. I'm saying it like just it's, it's a fact. It's a matter of record. Our guy, our guy beat his all time best. Man, I, I love me some A&W. They have hot dogs. I love to get a hot dog when I'm out. I, I do like hamburgers, but I, I'm kind of more of a hot dog dude. So I, I enjoy getting a, 
getting a wiener, and you can do so at A&W. We used to, we used to have one here in Santa Rosa. We don't currently. It is a, uh, converted to a dim sum place. It's dynamite dim sum. But I do miss the A&W that was, uh, in its, uh, spot many, many moons ago. The building, it was, like, designed as an A&W, and it has that iconic A&W look. So when you drive by the dim sum place... I still sometimes think that it's an A&W and that I can go inside and get a Big Bear burger or whatever it is that they that they have. Man, I, I feel like an, uh, a root beer float is like an underrated treat. They are so dynamite. When you have one and you have like the ice cream melting into the root beer, it is like... It is like an amazing, amazing treat. And then when you're done, you get to drink the root beer that's left and it's creamy. It is just... It's dynamite. Now, I don't recommend that you guys have these for lunch. Maybe for like... Maybe for, like, a nighttime snack after you, uh, maintained your caliber goals and done your HPI, like a, like a once-in-a-week kind of thing, and I know that this isn't something that our guy Juno Vega does regularly, I think, I think our homeboy is kind of a, kind of a healthy eater, he eats things like, uh, like fish, like rice, like soy sauce, things of that nature, so he, he keeps it on the straight and narrow, so I'm gonna allow him this one dalliance into the world of, uh, into the world of fast food, I gotta be honest with you, if I had a root beer float right in front of me, you would hear me start macking on it like crazy, and you would get so sick from hearing the chomping in your ears that you would throw up. Big shout out to Gino Vega, big shout out to him and his show, the Mr. Sensational and Gino Vega podcast, has been like dynamite lately, I'm not even kidding, it's been so great, these past few have been some of the best few in history, so... Big shout out to him. You can find that every Wednesday on the uh, good old Icy Robots Radio Network. Let's let's see what we got up next. Oh, I got another audio clip, another call from our guy Steve Balboni, Major League Baseball great, all-time Major League Baseball home run leader, single season home run leader, Yankee great, all-time Hall of Fame superstar. Let's uh let's move forward. We're gonna check that out in a sec. <laughs> The Curious Adventures of Steve Balboni Bigfoot Hunter For those of you who've been tuning in for a while, you know that uh, I am a giant fan of Major League Baseball great, the all-time Major League Baseball home run record holder, the single season home run record holder, Steve Bye Bye Balboni, and my brother got me a cameo, which is like this uh, online thing where you can like buy messages from um, various celebrities. He got me, got me a cameo from good old Steve saying hi and whatever, and it turns out that, uh, I don't know, I guess Steve Balboni got turned on to the show, blah, 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 blah. He's been, he's been giving a listen. He took offense to some comments that I made about Bigfoot, and he, well, I don't know, man. He's been reaching out to me. It's all, it's all very weird. It's all very wild. It doesn't, like, exactly make a lot of sense to me because, like, a childhood hero is is listening to my words every week. And it turns out that, like, a childhood hero of mine is a uh, an aficionado of various cryptids, Bigfoots, and etc. And I guess, I guess he's head out into the woods in search of Bigfoot. He's trying to prove that Bigfoot is, in fact, a real deal creature. What do I think? Do I think Bigfoot's real? I don't know. I guess it's possible. Anything's possible. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of... Like, woodlands up there in the Pacific Northwest, and I guess a 12-foot-tall uh, humanoid creature covered in hair could theoretically hide out. I don't know. I mean, I've never, I've never like, traipsed through the woods up in Washington. I don't know. So I guess it is possible. It seems unlikely, but hey, man, I don't know, the, I don't know the, everything in the world. I know very little of what's in the world. So maybe, possibly, I don't know, but I, I expressed kind of a dissenting opinion, and he took offense. 
he reached out and he told me that he was gonna he was gonna prove me wrong. He didn't say this in so many words, but he said that he's gonna go up there and he's gonna find Bigfoot. Well, check it out. I've gotten another message from good old Bye Bye. I got one on the uh, internet the other day. I'm gonna share it with you guys here. Let's let's go ahead and play that, and we'll see what uh what the deal is, and then we'll come right back and we'll talk. Hold on, let me find it. Okay, here we go. This is me again, MLB grade Steve Balboni. I see robots. I'm out, I'm out in the Pacific Northwest woodlands uh, looking for Bigfoot. So far, I've uh, found some scat. Might be his. I'm not, I'm not sure, but it, it looks a little big to be a deer, if you know what I mean. I got Donnie Baseball, a.k.a. Don Manningly, out here with me. <laughs> when we find the beast, we'll let you know. Keep on swinging for the fences. All right, my dudes, that is mad wild. What did we glean from that message from good old uh, Steve Bye Bye Balboni? We learned that he's in the woods. We learned that he found some scat that is too large to be uh, deer scat. I've I've seen a lot of deer scat over the years. There's like mad deers around where I live. They just like walk all over the place. And at night, they're just like walking through the neighborhoods. And you'll find like these little... These little pellets all over the place. They're kind of like a uh, rabbit. Rabbit droppings. I would imagine that like a Bigfoot uh, dropping would be would be much larger and more more human shaped, I guess. I don't know. I'm not an expert in animal uh, feces, but I guess I guess uh, Bye Bye found some of that. We also learned that he's out in the woods with Don Mattingly. Somehow he's got Don Mattingly, aka Donnie Baseball, out there with him. I didn't know that uh I didn't know that our guy Donnie Baseball was a woodsman. Like that. I didn't know that Steve Balboni was a woodman like that. To be honest, I don't know a lot about uh, Steve Balboni or Don Mattingly's personal lives. I only know about their their professional uh, MLB baseball careers. I didn't even know they were friends like that. This this is all news to me. I I hope that they're okay. I hope that they're safe. People get lost out there in the woods. People die out there in the woods. All kinds of things like that happen out there in the woods. And I hope that they have the proper equipment. I hope that they got tents. I hope that they got food. I hope that they have the proper clothing. It's it's wet up there this time of the year. Lots of rain, lots of mud. And if you've ever gone out hiking in the mud, you know it is a nightmare. We had like We had like a pretty good rainfall the other day, and then, like, three days later, me and the wife just, like, we just, like, went for a hike out in Annadale, which is the state park here in Santa Rosa. We just, like, went out for a hike, and every time we got off the trails, the mud was horrific. I almost lost, I almost lost my boot, dude. I got, like, deep into a mud puddle. I pulled my foot out. I almost lost the boot. I had to, like, I had to, like, curl my toes up to, like, hold onto it. So I hope that everything's good for Steve. I hope that I hope that we hear some more from him soon. This this whole tale has me, like, mad interested, to be honest. I am just, like, way, way curious what's going to happen with all this. I hope that, uh, I hope that they make it out okay. I hope that they don't, like, go in too deep and just, like, can't find their way out. The world, the world would be at a loss without Steve Balboni and Donnie Baseball. I, while we're on the topic here of Donnie Baseball, a.k.a. Don Mattingly, the former first baseman for the New York Yankees, I do not know why Don Mattingly is not in the Hall of Fame. I was looking at his numbers the other day, and he he doesn't have 3,000 hits. He doesn't have 500 home runs, but he played for the Yankees. He was the first baseman for the Yankees, and he has close to a career 300 batting average. I, I've, I've heard over the years people say that um when when you play in New York, you have to add a few points to your stats just because of the uh, pressure 
that you're under the press and everything. You you don't do what you would normally do just because, like, there's paparazzis in your face. You got George Steinbrenner yelling down at you from the box. And I I just think it's wild that Don Mattingly's not in the, in, in the HOF. So if you, if you happen to be, like, a Hall of Fame voter, think about this. Think about your guy, IC Robots, and he would definitely vote for Donnie Baseball. I would vote for Steve Balboni, too, dude. Two Hall of Famers out there in the woods walking around in Yankees uniforms with bats hoping to find uh, Bigfoot. I hope that when they find him, if they find him, I guess, is more more realistic. I hope, hope if they find him, they don't hurt him. I'd hate to think of uh, Bigfoot getting hit with a Donnie baseball home run swing. He'd be devastating. He would he would for sure die. But uh, let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope everything winds up peaceful. Let's Let's move forward. This is wild, man. This whole thing is wild. Let's move forward. I, uh, I'm going to head out to the Garage Comic Shop for a second and, and talk about some things I got out there. Let's, uh, let's go. You are listening to The Stuck at Home Show. Yo, yo. They took our music and our beat and tried to make it street. Then got in the magazine and tried to sound all sweet. When it came to IC Robots, no one said a word, so I called up Eric Sermon and said, This stuff's absurd. AIC ロボット IT アイスミーグランドマスターグランパ AB シルバーハズザデイオフソーアイアムフィリングインヒアエイティザカウンタ LET ミーノーイフユーニードヘルプファインディングエニシング Oh hey what's up Grandmaster Grandpa That's cool that you're here today man I, I haven't been coming in lately I, I, I had like a, a bit of a run in with AB Silver last time I was here and I'm just like I've been avoiding the shop, but I need to come in and, and get my books. I hope you're doing well, dude. What's going on? Any any any, any uh, fun stuff here? Any any new stuff come in? We have some new Pokemon cards. I don't know if you would be interested. I can show them to you if you like. No touching, though. Nah, I'm good. I mean, Pokemon's cool, man. I like Pokemon Go, but I'm already, like, I'm into baseball cards, dude. I can't get hooked into these Pokemon cards, even though I understand, like, the, the market value of these is going through, through the roof. Uh... What are you watching right now? This is Voyager, huh? Voyager's like my favorite of all the Star Treks. It's my personal favorite. I don't think it's the best. I think that uh, DS9 is probably the best. But like, I've always been into Voyager, man. This is cool, dude. Uh, this is the episode where they introduced Neelix, I think, right? Yes, it ice the first appearance of Neelix. She ice to silly for my tasks. Yeah, I feel you, man. He's a little silly for my taste, too, but, like, I don't know. Over the years, he kind of grows and becomes, like, such an important member of the crew that I, I gotta give it up to him. Uh... Here are your monthly books. That daredevil is pretty good. Oh, yeah, Daredevil. I just I just started getting that this month. Is uh, Yeah, I hope it's good, man. Let me, um, let me go look in the stacks and see what we got here. I'll talk to you in a sec. Looks like Electra is Daredevil. I think this is Electra. I'm not sure. I haven't read this yet. I I recently got back into in, in, into Daredevil. He's one of my favorite characters of all the time, but I haven't been reading any Marvel books, and I just kind of I felt like I had to like I don't know, man, get some diversity in my books. Let's see, what we got here the Justice League. This is this is the first Justice League that Bendis wrote. This is an all new thing. We're gonna we're gonna see how that turns out. We got Superman here. This is the first post-Bendis Superman, so that'll be interesting to see where, where they're gonna go with this. All in all, pretty good stuff, I guess. There's also a legion of superheroes. I'm, I'm still grooving to that. Let's, uh, let's see what we got back here in the stacks. Oh, I need to look for these. I, I, I gotta find these Jupiter's Legacy books that I have. Let me, um, let me see. They should, 
There should be here, let's see, H-I-J, yep, Jupiter's Legacy, got them all right here. This is going to be like a new Netflix show. This was a superhero book written by Mark Millar a few years back. I got these... I got these back in the day when I was going to, um, Comics for the Win. Big shout out to Comics for the Win. T-R-O-Y. Comics for the Win. I, I picked these up then. I'm a big, 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 big Mark Millar fan. I think he's like one of the, the best minds in all of, uh, comic writing. If you're not familiar, I imagine you are, but if you're not, he wrote, uh, he wrote Civil War for Marvel. He wrote, uh, Kick-Ass. He wrote all kinds of stuff. If it's been... If it's been like a comic book movie and it's not Marvel, it feels like it was probably written by Mark Millar. But I, I was way into this Jupiter's Legacy. How did it go? There was five issues of Jupiter's Legacy, then six of Jupiter's Circle, and then Jupiter's Legacy Two. I think I got the whole, I got the whole entire thing here. I'm gonna read through these all before the uh, show drops on Netflix. But like, the basic gist of these is it's a world where superheroes exist. And they decided to take it, like, the extra length. Like, the Superman of this universe decided, hey, you know, things might be better if I got into public office and I started trying to change things on that level as opposed to just, like, flying around and fighting with, like, space villains or whatever. And then this is, like, the world post that. It kind of, the first series kind of focuses on their kids who are sort of, like, they're sort of, like, Paris Hilton-type aristocrats, like, Laying about, doing whatever, not really li living up to the uh, legacy of their, their parents. It's good stuff, though. I, I liked it a lot. I like this one. And then the second series, they go back and they show, like, the origin stories of their parents. And then they finally, they jump back to the present. I understand that there's, like, there's, like, a new book in the works. I gotta, I gotta talk to, uh, Grandmaster Grandpa about that and see if, see if he could hook me up with that. I definitely wanna, wanna follow on the Jupiter's legacy. So I'm gonna... But to take these with me, let me let me add these to my stack right here. Is there anything else I want? I oh, I wanted to find uh, the one that is that other Mark Miller book. What was it called? It's the Kingsman, but they called it something else. I think. Let me let me see. Oh, here it is. I wanted to read these because I I saw the movie again on the TV, and I've been seeing that trailer for that third Kingsman movie for, like, ever, and I, I don't know if it's ever going to come out, I imagine someday it's going to come out, the, the movie theaters around here finally opened up again, I don't know if you guys know that, the one here locally in Santa Rosa, as of this recording, is not open yet, they're still, they're still finalizing the final things, but the, the one over in Rohnert Park, the Reading Cinema is open, I'm waiting for the one here to open up, I, I feel like it's safe enough to go to a movie, I feel like if you go during the off hours when there wouldn't necessarily be, like, a lot of people in there, but I, I'll still play it, like, I'll still play it on the cautious tip, because I haven't got the vaccine yet, but, uh, let me, um, let's go, let's go pay for these. Uh, Grandmaster Grandpa, what do you got for all these, man? I got these Jupiter's Legacy, I got the, my monthly books, and then these, uh, these Kingsman books here. What do you, what do you want? They do not cost anything. This is your comic book collection. Take them all. They are yours. Okay, yeah, man, that's, you know what, AB Silver always charges me so much, and I, I'm always like, these are your books, why are you paying it all? But I, I appreciate that, I, that's really, that's really cool of you to finally, finally fess up, but don't, don't tell AB that you gave me a deal like that, he's not, like, he's not the easiest guy to deal with. Thanks, uh, I'm gonna get up out of here, I'll be back in a sec. This is the Stuck at Home Show. Enjoy the seclusion while there is still time. A quick turtle investigation update. What does THS mean anyway? 
Alright, this is me, your dude, Icy Robots, the man with the plan, kicking it one time from my mind. I am here for a big turtle update. If you're not in the know, and I hope that you are, what we're talking about is these uh, small plastic turtles I've been finding out and about around my neighborhood. They're small, maybe like an inch in uh, length, and each one has the hashtag TH. S on the bottom. I have, as so far, found five of these little guys around the hood, and this, this mystery is driving me insane. I'm gonna try my best to crack the case. I have been out there looking. I have been out there investigating. I, I recently posted a pic of a turtle on the online, and I got some comments from you guys, and I wanted to, wanted to go through these. My guy Earl Green from the Roddenberry Podcast Universe and from the Logbook.com suggested maybe THS means turtle hashtag suggestions, and maybe it's, like, up to us to decide what the, uh, hashtag means. I don't know. Makes as much sense as anything as so far. I think that this is a possibility. Then our guy, Engineer Nerd from Action Figure Blues from, uh, TVandFilmToys.com, any number, any number of places, he suggested that I call the closest place that sells reptiles and ask them if maybe they know anything. That would be Village Pets over by Howard Park, so I did, I went ahead and I gave them a call, and sadly, they didn't know anything, they were very polite about it, I do go there from time to time to get like dog treats or whatever, very nice pet store, and they were very polite, they kinda said, hmm, I am not sure sir, I, I really don't know, then our guy Mighty Matt D, my Pokemon pal, said, is there a high school around that maybe starts with T, like for example, could it be like Turtle High School, possibly, I... I thought about that for a little bit. That was one of the first things I thought, because the HS immediately starts making you think about high schools. But there isn't one, there isn't like a T around here. There's like Santa Rosa High School, Maria Carrillo, and any number of schools. But no, no T's. Then our guy Stuntman Mike, he's like, it probably stands for Turtles in a Half Shell, which is something I had also thought that really, that really seemed like a logical answer. But I kind of... I kind of don't think that's it, but hey man, I don't want to go ahead and like, go out there and like, knock out any kind of possibilities, and this is, this is a possibilities, maybe it's a Ninja Turtle fan, there's tons of them out there, I myself, your guy right here, he's not one of them, but there are a lot, a lot, a lot of Turtle fans out there, so, I wrote that one down into my investigation notebook, the, the Turtles have at points proliferated around a sign, a sign that is for Girl Scout cookies, and the way these Girl Scout cookies are working is like, if you live in the neighborhood, you can order them, and the Scout will come over and drop them off on your house. Contact free. So I went ahead and I ordered some uh, some Samoas, the number one Girl Scout cookies of all the times in space. And when the when the kid and the mom got here, I well, I jumped them with the question. I said, "Hey, do you guys have any idea what these turtles are about?" I got one right here, and she saw them, and she said, "You know." I have seen these around my sign, and I also have no idea what the THS stands for. And if you happen to find out, please, please get back to me so the mystery widens. The mystery is still out there. We don't know, but I swear to you guys, I am going to try to do everything I can to get down to the bottom of this case. I recently, I recently found a different turtle than was there before. On my little free library that I have out in front of the house. There was one there that's been there since the start. It was a little black one. But then I went out there to like reorganize the books. Every once in a while you gotta go out there and kind of like shove the books back in order. Like take care of things. And I saw that the turtle that was once black is now orange. Which is, which is wacky and wild. Somebody replaced it. I will get to the bottom of this or I will die trying my guys. Not really. I won't, I won't take it to the ultimate level. But I will, I will try to crack this case. I'm, I'm, I'm a top flight detective. I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna do it. Let's let's see what else is going on. You know, like right now we're starting to get toward the end. We're starting to get toward the end of everything, and I, I think that we need to have a discussion about what's gonna happen to the the stuck at home show. I already kind of, I already honestly feel like the stuck at home show may have run its course. Nobody's really stuck at home at this point, so we gotta. We gotta start moving toward the end game of this, and this is what I've decided, and I hope this is something that you guys can all accept, because it's gonna be the way it is. The final episode of the Stuck at Home show will be the week that I get vaccinated. That feels, to me, like a good jumping-off point. It jumped on when this all started, like, over a year ago, and we'll take it all the way to the point where I got the vax. When you got the vax, in a lot of ways, it's over for you. You don't have to worry as much. You've done everything that you can do. You've done everything that science can do to uh, try to try to keep you safe. So when I get that, that will be the final episode of the Stuck at Home show. I will hopefully give you guys a week in advance because I'll have to make an appointment, yada, yada, yada. We'll all know that is going to happen. But what's going to happen next? Honestly, my guys, I don't know. When we started the Stuck at Home show, I was on the verge of retirement. I don't know if you guys remember, but I'd taken the IC Robots show as far as I felt like I could take it. And I was going to start doing one, maybe two a month of that. But then when this all happened, I got drugged back into public service. I felt like I needed something to do. I felt like we all needed to have, we all needed to have some security. And I felt that like I could provide some security for you guys. So I started the Stuck at Home show. I've been with it for a year. This is, uh... This is week number 74. I've made a lot of these over the course of the year, and I feel like I feel like I've done a good service to everybody. I feel like I've been a good person during all of this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time off. When this is all over, it's all said and done, your boy's gonna take some time off. I'm gonna walk the earth, I'm gonna regroup, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna meditate, I'm gonna float in a baths of uh, salt water in the dark trying to find myself. I'm going to do whatever I can do. I'm going to go do some, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do some psychedelic drugs like I was uh, Val Kilmer in the Doors movie. I'm going to do any number of things trying to get myself back in order and then we'll see what comes next. Will I come back? I feel like honestly, yes. Yes, I will because this is something I enjoy. It's not a chore. It's not a hardship. It's a hobby that I, I really do enjoy. So I will be back. I will be back with something new. What will it be? I don't know. It'll probably be something a lot like this, but maybe it'll be something a lot different. If the, uh, if the, the findings of the, uh, TP lead me in a different direction, I'm gonna go in that direction. I'm gonna do whatever I, whatever I have to do to keep this fresh, to keep this fun for me. And I hope that that's all something that you guys can accept because, you know what? Accept it or not, it's gonna be the way it is. I, I do enjoy this, though, so don't think that, uh, don't take this as some kind of a retirement notice because it's not that at all. It is... Just trying to keep you guys in the loop. Because I've been at this for a long time now. I've, been, I've got like, I got like seven years of shows in the can. Like seven years of weekly shows. You name me one other guy in the amateur podcasting tip who's, who's doing that. And I'll, I'll shake their hand. Heck, I'll shake anybody's hands once I get the vaccine, that is. But uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to head for the hills next week. Sadly, your guys are lame and I have to take another week off. It rained the whole week that I was going to do this dirt project, so we didn't get to do the dirt project. So, I got to take it off, but check it out. You're not alone. You're not going to be all by yourself. Argyle, our pal, the Sausagetarian, is filling in for me. She's going to do a show. It's going to be available next week. It's going to be great. She's going to talk about meat grinders. She's going to go down in her basement and look around. These are the things she's already, like, brought up to me that she's going to do. So let's hope, let's hope they happen because they sound like a ton of fun. So next week, she's going to be here. The week after that, I will be back in effect. It's going to be awesome. So until we meet again, 
Do the time. Do not let the time do you. E-L-E. That's right. E-L-E. What does E-L-E stand for? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Everybody love everybody. everybody. Rains are back. Everybody love everybody. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. Everybody love everybody.